The views expressed on this podcast represent only those of the hosts and do not represent the views of the Student National Medical Association. Planning to attend AMEC 2024 but need support in requesting funding? Check out the MAP Sponsorship Packet. The packet includes helpful tools like a letter template and a sampled budget form. There are also letters of support from our pre-medical board member, national president, and founder of MAPS to aid in sharing the importance and relevance of our organization's annual conference and the academic and career pursuits of our pre-medical community. If your MAPS chapter has not received an email with the packet, please email mapsvicechairs with an S at snma.org from your chapter email. Please, let's make AMEC 2024 unforgettable. Now, guys, so in our last episode, we kind of left you on a cliffhanger. We said that... <laughs> A trusted and dear member of our podcast team, Erica Dingle. Love you, um, Erica. You know, unfortunately, she has moved on to other endeavors. We wish her the best in everything that she does. But we do have a new guest host um, coming to join us. He actually has been with the team for a while. He's still doing so much for the podcasting. He is our audio engineer. He is a beloved member and trusted confidant in our overall unit at the podcast. So I'm proud to present Jared A.K.A. DJ Absolute. DJ Absolute. To <laughs> the Lounge. Woo! Welcome, friend. We're so excited to have you. Hey, hey, hey how y'all doing? It's great to be here. Um, It's your boy, Jared Jeffrey, also known as DJ Absolute. And I am an aspiring student doctor. And it'll be my pleasure to join you here on The Lounge. So let's get right into it, right? Uh, last year, you know, 2023, as it was starting, you guys said a couple of things in the January episode as far as what you have for New Year's resolutions. So yeah. I got to ask you, you know, I'm coming straight out the gate with the heat. Mm. Did y'all stand on business and uphold your 2023 New Year's resolution? I'm oh, then I think we'll start you. with you. I'm side eyeing you. Because... Absolutely. <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk about my 2023 goals. Uh, my goal was to check, you know, in terms of checking in, self-preservation. So I think I did that fairly well. I lived. I really lived. I was outside, outside. <laughs> Protecting my mental health. Somewhat. You know, mm. yo, these ladies, shorties, man, it was hurting my mental health during 2020. You, you go live with all the ladies? That, that's You go use them as the only reason? As why you <laughs> so much, man. Okay. I love women. I love women, but I, I love black women. Y'all know how I feel about that. Okay. You know, walking in my confidence and living in my self-truth definitely did that. But, mm. you know, early in 2023, I didn't have a lot of confidence. Even when I was on this podcast, like, I was I was front. I ain't going to lie, bro. There was a lot going through my mind, mm. a lot of challenges, like, worrying about, like I said, um, getting back to my doctor thing. And right. then, you know, is is my life even worth it? Like, mm. am I valuable? Because I, I even had discussions with my mom. Like, she was, like, even on some questioning like yo, like yo, you 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 on that quitting? Like you you supposed to be a doctor? What you doing? You know? Mm-hmm. But it took time for it to like we had conversations about um, why I made the decisions I need to make. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got to prioritize yourself. And sometimes your family's not gonna be supporting you, and they're not gonna believe in you. But the main thing is being able to believe in yourself. Because if you don't believe in yourself, then who will? Hundred percent. You know what I mean? Um, and you know, my checking out was no more spending excessive money on dates. Uh, $50 maximum, man. I was standing firm on going to Central Park, bike rides, coffee shops, museums. But I was in the lounges, you know, um, outside and inviting whatever shorty that was available to pull oh. up. You know what I'm saying? And spending that stock. <laughs> you, okay. you feel me? So I didn't do well on that, you know, honestly. And this year, I'm standing firm on that. That's one of my things I'm going to do this year. And I think so far, I'm, I, I'm doing all right right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I need y'all to... Help support me in this. Endeavor. We got you. 100%. You want to hold we, me accountable? We will be your accountability buddies for sure. Yeah. yeah. And make sure y'all send me your bank account stuff, you know, in case I got to go over the $50 maximum. Or bank account for to do what? It, it, his, accountability, his, <laughs> his accountability <laughs> is going to be oh, a, he's going to send us. I account. thought you wanted yeah. to put your bills. Oh, yeah, I was going to look at account. you a little no, bit no, crazy. No, no, like, no. He, he has to listen. send us a fee Bye. every time he's not accountable. Bye. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, Isabella, what about you? So, my 2023 goal was actually to just kind of check in um, with just living more intentionally in my life. Like, making sure that everything I'm doing 
isn't just for the sake of doing it, not for the motions, but really trying to do things that actually make me happy, making sure that when I, I like do that. these things, you know, like it, there's no fear that I'm operating in because a lot of times we like to operate in fear. And I actually really do feel like um, I stay true to that. You know, I have started solo traveling more. I visited London in November and that was a great experience. Um, that wasn't my first solo trip, but that was like kind of a weird time for me to travel because it was like in November. Like no one really travels during that time, but I still mm. kind of like made it work like open myself up to the possibilities and yeah it was fine i then also did a birthday trip in cayman islands and yeah it was like a vibe and it was that was harder because it's an island so it's like you're kind of just regulated to only what's happening there you can't really just leave and say oh like i want to just go to another place if you feel claustrophobic so i feel like that really did help me just like lock in to not living and operating in fear so i definitely think that um i fulfilled that and i was checking out Making sure not to waste time on things that do not matter. Okay, okay. That can also be said with, you know, going on dates with men who don't really bring much. Here we go. Bring much what? Here you we know, go. Um, let, me, <laughs> let me use my words carefully here right. because, so it's, as you guys can see, the dynamic has changed. Right before it was two women on the pack, podcast and then just me, um, or sorry, then just Alden as the guy. We coming for that. Now uh, it, the dynamic has shifted. I am the only one. I'm, I'm the only one putting on for women on this podcast. So I promise you, I'm not going to let them bully relax, us, guys. Relax, relax. Jared or no, Alden comes No gender wars. No <laughs> gender wars. Come what on. We said we tossed it out in 2023. In tw- no in tw- more in tw- toxic. In, 20, oh, in, in 2024, black yeah. men and women is going to love on each oh, other you properly. Know Come I on. claim that. I, I claim that. I'm not going to lie. don't I would cheat. like that. You know what? We need to we need to make sure that we take out that statement because we it hasn't been proven yet, so we're not gonna Isabella. <laughs> please gonna t- tell us about what you <laughs> was checking out of twenty twenty three though. But yes, uh, I was checking out just going on. I feel like pointless dates with men who probably aren't bringing much to the table. Aren't uh-huh. really. There's no purpose to it, and I actually do feel like I fulfilled that. I I reso London. You know, I did a couple dates here and there, and I did feel like that was worth it because it was like. It's a connection that you're building with somebody that you, when you go back, you actually could continue to further Definitely. that. Um, Cayman Islands, though, you know, there was actually someone who tried to, like, ask me to go on a date. And I was like, no. Like, <laughs> respectfully, <laughs> like right. it was my birthday. I was like, I want to be by myself. This would really probably not lead to anything significant. Like, I know that you're most likely not leaving this island. Mm. I'm If I come back to this island, I most likely will probably not care to, not to be rude, but care not, I won't care to see you. Like, there's probably other things I could do that'd be more worth my time. So I was like, yeah, I, I said he no. Could, he could change your life, but, you know. Listen, I know, God, my God tells me who can change my life. And that was not the energy I was getting from that situation. So I feel like I had to do what was best for me. So, yeah, um, I do feel like so far I've also done good on that front with okay. my checking out. So. That's fine. How about you, Jared? No, being our new host, co-host, <laughs> gang. You know, you're okay. not fun. You okay. know okay. we got to ask you the question. Don't try you. to shy away, bro. Tell us what's up. Like, I, I, what, what, what transpired 2020? You maintained your resolutions, bro. I, I, I like what you did there. I like what you did there. So, um... <laughs> For myself, 2023, one of my biggest resolutions was to become more intentional about my health and fitness. Mm. Um, I was proud to say that for three out of four quarters of the year, I was consistent in the gym. Um, I got my uh, my BMI to a place that I really wanted it to. Oh, that's great. Um, I increased my overall muscle mass, things of that nature. Mm. And, you know, I, I made... I made the the meal prep and diet thing work for just just a little bit, just okay. a little bit. You look good, bro. <laughs> yeah, you look good, bro. You look a little sliver from Y'all gonna make me start blushing. I gotta relax. I gotta relax. But um, no, nah, for real though. And I was also like more intentional about um friendships, you know. So right. like, I am a really big uh person that like I like to go out of my way to maintain a friendship, you know. Mm-hmm. And like one thing that my mother told me around the top of the year was just uh, be careful of people that you always have to pick up the phone for your friendship to stay maintained because mm. the phone works both ways. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I took my mother's words to heart and I was just like, yo, like, you know, if it's uh, if it's meant to be, it'll be. Yeah. And if not, then it won't. And I kind of stood on that. A, f- a couple friendships did f- did not make it into 2024 as a result. Mm. But, you know, still we move forward. Right. 100%. Absolutely. So um, let's, like I said, moving forward, let's yeah. move on to our favorite segment of the show. I always want to say yeah. that. Hey, hey, run the list. The- Yo, shout out to you real quick, though. Jared been on the background editing the, the podcast. And his mind, he probably sitting there. He's heard it say it a thousand times. He's he's like, he's heard it too many times to not want to say yeah. it. And oh, now here man. you are. Yes, yes, yes. So, for our preclinical students, running the patient list on the wards allows the team to address pressing matters of the day. 
in this segment of the show, we'll be discussing some recent events in medicine affecting our community communities and the populations we serve. So um, let's get right into it. Y'all heard about that plane? You know, I very much heard about that plane. Y'all heard about that plane? I very much did hear about it. So Woo! for those of you that may not have heard about that plane, an Alaska Airlines flight had the, the emergency door fly right off the hinges mid-flight. Wow. That's crazy. The, uh, the, the emergency oxygen had to deploy. Mm. Patient, um, the passengers were told to make sure that they had their seatbelts on mm-hmm. and they had to initiate an emergency landing. Mm-hmm. There were minimal injuries. No one died. However, the Alaska Airlines flight and, you know, Boeing, the manufacturer of the plane, yeah. were seeing uh, very severe consequences as a result. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that they're paying out each person that was on the plane $1,500. Yes. I'm in not a, sure in if... the seat that was affected. Not everyone. The, in Pardon? The, middle, the, the people that were near the actual door that opened up, mm-hmm. the those are the people. So it's probably a couple. So people. if like I was, so if I was in the back of the plane you, and the nah, door was slow open, for you. I'm it's not good. seeing any. That's interesting. Oh that's wow, that's yeah. interesting. I actually thought it was everybody. That's crazy. And oh, what about everybody. what about the refunds? Is everybody at least getting their ticket refunded? I don't know about. I think the, everybody, everybody got their ticket refunded. Yeah, okay, yeah, so okay. Fifteen hundred is for the people near the door. I know. Interesting, sure. interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, what do you guys think about that? Is that adequate compensation? You know, I first mean, off, first off, there was a young lady. I love our generation. There was yeah. a young lady that, in in her quick thinking, thought to make a TikTok while all of this was happening. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And um, so I'm just Great. looking at looking at it from her perspective. You know what I'm saying? Everybody stayed calm. Nobody panicked. Mm-hmm. But this is that's like. So a lot of people's worst fear coming true, right? Yeah, Do y'all think a refunded flight or fifteen hundred is adequate compensation, like in the slightest? I need that free flight. Then whatever flight with Alaska, wherever they go, I've never taken Alaska my whole life. Wherever <laughs> y'all want to go, where I want to go, give me that flight, bro, for free. You know, so what so saying? you so would fly that airline would, again? I would fly it. Maybe in a year, though. You know, they got to <laughs> work their kinks out. You feel me? Like, honestly. <laughs> you said, like, my life is hey, so important, wigs. so I got to wait it out. Hey, no, but I want to get this. No this wigs flew out. You know, no wigs flew out. No, so no wigs flew off the plane. You know okay, that's what's so, up. That's what's so up. they was I. Right. But I feel like, you know, w- with this situation, $1,500 cash should be given to everybody, not just the people. That's, that's what I thought. Yeah. Like, it's dangerous. You know, honestly, like, we pay this money to fill... Safe yeah. and Absolutely, comforted. and I love that you know the um, the transportation agency. When we talk about flight aviation, they've kind of recalled all the Boeing's that variation of yeah. the Boeing's that just yeah. flew. Because yo, at the end of the day, bro, there, there, it's there's, not, there's, it's some, there's something not going yeah. right on the assembly line. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. So like, there's millions of dollars these industries make. Invest in your planes, bro. Absolutely, Make sure safe. Absolutely, like yo, <laughs> I'm not coming. Like we hear of all these crashes, all these. Planes that fall down in the you know in the middle mm-hmm. of the ocean and things of that nature. This could have been a scenario. This could this that. could have been really yeah. And there's nothing. Th- thank you, God once that you it wasn't. Flight, yeah, up there, there's nothing you could do. And most people, people don't know, people that die like typically when you in a plane and that joint fall, you fall, you die from aortic dissection because yeah. the plane is you know um, descending so quick, yeah. your heart doesn't have time to adapt, so it stretches your aorta stretches so separate from your heart. Yeah, they just wow. Yeah. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's not a game. I need more money, bro. Yeah. But I, I probably, I'm never going to fly Alaska Airlines. Yeah. I definitely think that, um, you know, the whole situation was just... I don't even know how they let something like that even happen in this year. Um, because there are so many ways, I think, that you can accommodate and regulate to make sure that a door doesn't come off of a plane. Like exactly. That to me, is like a basic... 101 of any kind of safety checks are doing and somehow they missed that safety check i'm just i'm very confused and i really hope that everybody finds a way to seek justice if they were on that flight i hope that people now have more agency over like what they will do when it comes to choosing an airline um so you know alaska you will not be seeing me who goes to alaska unless the price is right and even if the price is right I, similar I, I don't to know, what i don't know if the it, price could be right enough for that that's 100 no but the thing is Similar to what Alden was saying, it depends on, one, if they do the necessary adjustments, uh-huh. like to take out any planes that they've seen have these particular issues. Because most of the time when these situations happen, it's not necessarily the airline, it is the plane manufacturer. Mm-hmm. And that particular plane, that's what happened to Ethiopian Airlines, which was highly praised. And then they had this particular Boeing, I think it actually may have even been the Boeing 737, mm-hmm. that they had their last crash mm-hmm. that actually re- resulted in fatality. So wow. my thing is... You know, yeah, the it, it might be a plane manufacturer thing that has to happen, and then the airlines mm-hmm. have to then adapt to that. Mm-hmm. So I will say that that would, that's what needs to happen moving forward. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely, yeah. Um, I definitely think too with this new year, um, you know, we have to make sure that we're holding everybody accountable. The definitely. airlines, 
even ourselves, we got to hold ourselves accountable too. And 100%. I feel like, you know, we have to talk about a few of those ways that we can hold ourselves accountable with this new year. We talked about our new year's resolutions Fact. not too long ago. So I just want to quickly share with you guys, like quick points as to how we can keep ourselves held accountable and, yeah, and just make sure that we're sticking to the things that we say we want to do this year. Mm-hmm. So one being pick, be picky about your resolutions, right? Yep. We have Usually we have a million things we want to do when it comes to how we want to make sure that we are staying afloat this new year. But then we take on too much more than we can chew. And so it's like we end up just kind of like not sticking to the ones that we say we want to do for yeah. that year. So it's really just like narrowing it down. Be picky about it. Two, plan your resolution. Make sure you know how you want to execute it. Is like, do you have a plan? Like, how is it going to all flow together? Um, three, making sure to set very specific goals. You want to make sure that like it's something that makes sense, that is e- like easy to attain. It's not something that's like too overbearing, because then you're just not going to want to do it. Four, don't take on too much. So, kind of similar to what I said before, make sure that you're kind of doing it step by step. You're not kind of you know going overboard with it. Five, say maybe you did something in the past, it failed. Now you're in a position where you don't think that it could happen again. Choose a new resolution. Maybe it's similar, but it has more actionable goals that you can actually do. Six, identifying accountability partners, like we mm-hmm. said. Alden, you said you wanted us as your accountability partners. Those are the same things we would suggest to you guys. Like, make sure you have people who can check you, making sure that, you know, you do what it is that you say you want to do. Mm-hmm. And then, last but not least, make sure to give your resolution time to become a habit. Mm-hmm. So don't let it just be, like, a one-time thing and right. then never stick to it again. Make sure that it just happens um, over time and that you're consistent with it so this all came from the uc davis website so credit to them um but yeah just wanted to give our listeners some quick tips on, as to how they can make sure to maintain their resolution not as fire yeah. I, mm-hmm. I feel like i would add one more to that list and it would mm-hmm. be something along the lines of like uh journaling and like making sure that those times that you are successful right you just write it down you know exactly. you you give yourself a little star you acknowledge the progress that you made i feel like that kind of positive reinforcement mm-hmm. might help drive home those good habits exactly like thinking about the journey right like the pro because we also focus on the destination but we forget like for everyone that's listening if you met school wherever you are pre-med whatever the case may be mm-hmm. sometimes you just get so absolved and so like interested in where you want to be right the finish that tendon and everything yep. but sometimes it's about the evolution yep. Absolutely. where you was yesterday there's beauty in the process today. today's price process. is not yesterday's, yesterday's price, price. <laughs> period <laughs> It cannot be the price of today. Hey. But according to Cat William, today's price is today's price. Because he was 100. You know, Cat oh, uh, Williams. Shout out to Cat Williams. I know. I love um, that guy. I think most of us on on a, on a pod, we we've all listened to the podcast mm-hmm. uh, that he did with our, our good man, our good friend Shannon Sharp. Shout out to Club Shay Shay. They last time we checked yesterday, we looked at it. Yeah, shout out to him. Forty three million. Views, views on that 43 and 10 well 11 days now the truth 10 days itself. yesterday that's all i gotta say crazy i've yep. never seen any pod do 43 million views mm-hmm. in 10 days right and cat williams showed live in your truth i always tell people this bro like in medicine people oh yeah i got it i can say where i'm talking bro speak your truth son feel how you feel bro mm-hmm. 2024 i'm like yo i'm unveiling every layer yeah. you know do you believe there are doors that people have to go through though you know what I'm saying? He, in regards himself. to, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, do y'all feel that way? Like, he felt that way. But in medicine, are there doors people got to go through? Doors so, you got to sacrifice in order to get to where you need to? What I, does that look like? I think of it like this. He So, I'm not going to speak on the points he made, like, in particular, right? Yeah. Like, I like to relate it to medicine more. Yeah. I think of it like this. Let's say you get to residency mm-hmm. and you have your, you know, you and the person next to you. And you know for a fact the person next to you, through whatever means... Purchase their medical school degree. Right. Mm. You are going to feel like that person did not go through a trial and tribulation that you went to to deserve to be where you was at. You know that's what I'm right. saying? Mm. And so, like, I feel like that's all that he was saying. You know, in the mm. realm of comedy, there are certain trials or certain whatever that you got to go through mm-hmm. to achieve right. a certain status, to earn certain uh, privileges or earn certain opportunities. Right. And people were given those opportunities without going through those trials and tribulations. And that's real. And I think I'm not going to speak on the specific names he talked about, but I will right. speak on Cat Williams. Because mm-hmm. things like Cat Williams minds his business. He's not out here on the blogs making mess, like just not talking to talk. And I respect people who I know that they're actually about their money, their business. Facts. They're not here to just create storylines. So right. I feel like the fact that he sat down and he said what he said, a lot of people can't handle it because when someone's minding their business and they know what's going on, just because they're not talking every day doesn't mean that like they're just coming out here to lie and make a storyline. Like most of the time it's like they have a platform now that you've given them. There's no reason for him to try and, you know, 
um, protect anybody when it's there's no call for it. So why not just be truthful? I mean, I can I speak to whether or not the things and the statements he said, the whole picture right. is exactly what it was. I wasn't there. I can't speak <laughs> exactly, for it. Exactly. But right. I will say, like, at the end of the day, I think, t- like, people trying to discredit him is a little bit of a far reach. Because it's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. we have people coming out talking about how he's give- he's donated money to, like, to them doing their comedy shows or supporting yeah. them in different financial ways. Um, and it's like, he doesn't go out announcing what he's doing. He's yeah. just doing it. So yeah. my thing is that that speaks to somebody's character when they're doing stuff and uh, like, and, Freely. and he, they're not even talking about they're it. They're not and then announcing they have, it. They're not posting it. There's no press release. You know, and then someone's coming out saying, hey, I saw Cat Williams doing this interview, but I just want to say on my end, he did this for me. And it was he, a positive thing, you know, and he never said anything about it. So yep. I just want to give Cat Williams his flowers because I feel like he doesn't that's, get that. So, yeah, that's that's kind of like he, what I was saying. He put people on. Like, there's a comedian I met in Atlanta a couple years back, and she was mad funny. And I'm... And I, you know, followed her, got Instagram, went after the event. And then I seen she was on tour, like, mm-hmm. with Cat Williams. And now she's posting, like, yo, he really put people on. Like, he's, right. even episode, he was like, I put 30, 40 comedians on. Yep. People don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. When you exactly. put people on, when you help your community, people are solid. But then when they, it's your worst day or it's disaster going on in your life. They just Everybody so quick to judge. talks about 100%. it. What about the other 364 days that I was on? I was putting people on. Like, right. I was paying for their school. Yep. Or I was giving them a job. Nobody yep. talks about that. So I yep. love that he was able to share that. And again, living his truth because honestly, he's risking so much 100%. to speak his truth. You yeah. risk even in medicine for people that's listening. You got to navigate a fine line, especially being a person of color in medicine. Mm-hmm. You have to oftentimes conform, right? There's this, there's this etiquette that mm-hmm. you have to have, yeah. and you're not taught, you're not trained that, right? Yep. If you in the hood from the Bronx, if you, you know, what I'm saying like wherever you're from, oftentimes we're not taught like, oh, this is the way that I have to navigate in this situation yeah. in terms of profession. This is the way that I need to talk to this person, right? Especially I don't got to throw hands, right? especially the people that. Becoming the first doctors in their family. Right. That's a fact. You know, like many of us here, like we're gonna right. be first doctors, right? Mm-hmm. I think it was so funny. He called Stevie Harvey a, po- a potato head. Like, <laughs> bro, he's, he's a comedian. Truly. Nah. He's, he's it, living it, up it, to his name. <laughs> I, I, I feel like it was, um, it was even more so to the point that he was making about Steve about how. Mm. You need range to be like a movie star, a and fun. he was trying to get at him on some like, oh, like you know, like I've been in multiple movies. I've done a lot of movie roles, yeah. you know. I'm a dynamic actor. Right. Why haven't you seen me as a lead yet with That's this 20-plus year career that I've had? 100%. And it was when he said stuff like that that it kind of clicked. I was like, hmm. Yep. But then he, Kevin Hart. But, he he, he kind of He's kind of making like a lot of like strong points here. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like this is really like, you know what I'm saying? Um, Just speaking to the whole nature of actors and just what it takes to get to a certain, uh, certain stage, a certain platform. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, speaking of actors, I actually saw something the other day. Taraji P. Henson was, like, leading some kind of charge for, like, acting reform. Do you know what that's about? Yeah, so what's going on now with Taraji P. Henson? So I don't know if you guys are familiar, up to date, um, with... The, you know, the color purple came out recently. and I did hear about that, yeah. She, she was talking about the pay wage, the pay wage gap that's going on. So uh, especially in medicine, when we talk about medicine, uh, black women make 60 cents to the dollar that a white man right. makes. Really? On the movie, yeah, on Benjamin Button, for instance, she was talking about how she made Is, is that in medicine or in acting? In medicine. I don't, acting okay. might be different. Got you, but, got you. Um, in regards to her specific role, like, so we talk about the Benjamin Button movie, right, with mm-hmm. Tom uh, Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise made, like, five, ten mil off of that. She mm-hmm. made less than 500000 in a supporting role, but it was a significant supporting role. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. I watched that right. movie two or three times. Mm-hmm. I love them. They made mad bread off of that movie. Yeah. And now, with the color purple, color purple, she was speaking to the fact that there is discriminatory acts toward her in terms of having accessibility to get into the actual set. Right. Like, wow. she had to ride her, she had to drive her own car to get to the set, but people, allegedly, like Fantasia and all these other actresses, mm-hmm. they had their own drivers, security. I mean, this she's she's pretty well known. Like, she's top notch. She, right. she needs security. Like, she can't just be, at, at this point, she, she can't take the subway yeah. and L train right here in Canarsie. She's an established yeah. you know I mean? actor. Yes. Like, let's she's give her fine. the, Baby know? boy, Jody. cookie from empire like stop playing on her name like right come on nah that's that's actually kind of crazy yeah and you know i love taraji p henson because she's also on the mental health we're not talking about mental health like she she does tremendous stuff in her community Mm -hmm. again another point to be made no one talks about that but then when she's speaking her truth yeah everyone want to villainize her yeah Yeah. like yo people not gonna come out their neck and say things just because it's valid to me it's valid because Yes, she's endangering her career, basically, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The movie did so well on the first day, right? It was number one the first day. The second day, it got... Plummeted. Plummeted. 
It got it got after, after, off she, started, after she started making yeah. these remarks. Yeah, the, 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 box, the box one. office numbers are yeah. not doing well. That's fire. There's not doing well. Yeah. And it's like that just shows you what happens when you don't treat people who are working for you in a way that's respectable and, that they're, and they're deserving of because you're going to lose business. It's Absolutely. going to touch your pocket. Yep. So I yep. feel like, listen, I support what she did. Like, and if y'all wanted the movie to do well, you should have made sure that she had the establishments and everything that she needs to be in place that mm-hmm. she can be satisfied. Mm-hmm. So I don't have anything negative to say about Taraji's um, situation or, you know, or her stance on talking about the issue. I think it's long overdue. Um, you know, um, I definitely feel like in regards to other actors – and how they are moving in the industry. Um, not everybody is taking as positive charge as Taraji. We have other people, such as Jonathan Majors, who mm. has recently... Mm. Um, he's he's caught up in some legal activity. I'm not sure if you guys are aware. But Ooh. it has to do with um, an ex-partner um, who... There was some footage that came out that where they were in some place of New York. I think she charged. She she got him on domestic violence charges. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah exactly. he got. Yeah. He definitely got charged. Yes. Yeah, so uh, domestic violence abuse, whatever you call it, um, he is currently going through that. And so I'm not sure what you guys feel about just the whole situation. Like, what are you guys' thoughts on, you know, where you stand on his his stance? Because he has actually been denying yeah. accountability for yeah. his role in that situation, especially so, in, in a major interview. So they they um this this has had like a an entire uh an entire uh what's the word? Court case around it. Yes. Yeah. And there have been like documents that have been released from the court case and there have been like, you know, uh video and things of that nature that have made its way out. Mm-hmm. So and essentially mm-hmm. um there are documents that have been getting out. Um, he actually got the guilty the guilty verdict already, right? And um, there was a lot that was left up to like public interpretation. And f- as far as like was what he did domestic violence because two mm-hmm. of the two of the things that actually like went viral were like one of them was a recording where you know he recorded he recorded a conversation between them mm-hmm. where he was just simply like let me not say simply he was asking a lot he was asking her like as a person to like. Kind of like step up in her role, be a lot more, yep. and you know, like they weren't married. She's just a girlfriend, things of that nature. Right. Um, that was the the clip where he kind of referenced uh, Credit Scott King and things of that oh, nature. Um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And um, and then there was another clip that was surveillance footage of the two of them getting into an altercation. Mm-hmm. The surveillance footage shows that when she began to get violent in the altercation, he cut and run right, right. for blocks. And blocks and blocks. Like they cut mm-hmm. through multiple different angles, mm-hmm. different yeah. stores, different streetlights, whatever the case may be. That man was on his get out. A hundred percent. He and, was and that's not a sprinting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you know, those are only two pieces of evidence. There could be more, there could be a lot more, there could be, you know, other things that they made their verdict off yeah. of. All I'm saying I, I, is, hold on, sorry, Jared. I'll be too, I don't. I'm trying to figure, <laughs> figure out why Alduin shrugging his shoulders as if that means that it wasn't domestic violence. That no, what no, we're no. not going to do is yeah, we're not no, going to change the the nature of what domestic violence is. Because Isabella actually changed my perspective on this. Like I agree with you, but uh-huh. we watched some evidence yesterday. She watches a popular blogger on um, Jesse Wu. Jesse Wu. Mm-hmm. Shout out to she's dope. Shout out to my Haitian. I Haitian love her. Queen. That's my girl. Yeah, I'm looking for a Haitian woman. But anyway, so. Uh, on the on the blog, she was talking. She brought up evidence, like text messages, uh, additional that, evidence, additional evidence okay. that most people may not be aware of. Gotcha. And for instance, in one of the texts, John, Jonathan Majors texted uh, uh, his girlfriend, uh, his girlfriend, girlfriend, yeah, yeah. And he basically said, "If you go to the police, like I'm gonna be in trouble. It's gonna mess us up." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to create a victimizing role in that scenario. He was mm-hmm. saying, "Oh, I want to, you know, I want to hurt myself. I want to yep. kill myself, and all these kind of things to." I would say make her feel guilty, but she wasn't necessarily guilty of mm-hmm. doing something exactly. to that extent. Where mm-hmm. you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it, in the text, you see the exchange, and it's like, bro, you, you up to something? Mm-hmm. And then they actually show video video footage of her on the floor in the apartment, like mm-hmm. she was just knocked out, bro, mm-hmm. like like laying down, like. Y'all, y'all probably can't see, but you laying down on the floor probably. with your hands up <laughs> they in the ana- in anatomical position. I ain't trying to make fun of her, but the anatomical for my meds, anatomical position. Right. Palms up, you know what I'm saying, face up, mm-hmm. you're in a supine position. Yeah. And she was just there dazed. He knocked her out, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He knocked her out mm-hmm. in the crib. Mm-hmm. And she texted about that. Like, mm-hmm. yo, I'm having a headache. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm having migraines. Like, I'm not feeling well. Mm-hmm. And then 
in the text, he also said, like, this morning, he said, he told her, like, in the text, like, yo, this morning, I got up, and you, you didn't hug me the right way. Like, I didn't feel like you wanted to hug me. Of course, you're not going to feel like you, you know, you you're not an abuser. Yeah. Out, you're an abuser. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to validate, like, like I was on your perspective, but when I l- listened to it, I'm like, bro, that's not cool. Right. Yeah, definitely. They, even, and there's levels to it. Even if you, you know, texting a shorty or whatever the case may be in a relationship, whatever the case may be, whoop-de-woo, like, yeah, you you don't have an argument. Mm-hmm. But to put your hands on somebody because exactly. you found your phone and yep. did this and that, that's yep. not cool. I, I yep. can't agree with that. You yep. feel me? And there have so, been, like, extreme ramifications for oh, he's finished. everything around this. Um, There was a point just a little bit before this whole scenario started. Mm-hmm. He had he had a leading role in the number one and number two movies. Mm-hmm. Yep. Since then, he has lost his role in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yep. Dennis and Rodman movie too. He has lost his role he's in the Dennis Rodman movie. Anyway. He has, uh, I think he's lost every major yeah, contract that was down right. the pipeline. It's over. Um, and you know, it just goes to show. Like, I think like there's been a common theme between like three stories that we've just talked about, mm-hmm. and it's that people are standing on business. And That's for fine. the most part, what's standing on business in 2024 is looking like don't do nothing in the dark. Because you're not going to like when they come to the, the light. lights. And that's it. That's you feel me? Fact. And that's it. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Speaking of keeping things in the dark, though, mm-hmm. this one might actually have been for the greater good. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Chloe Bailey and DDG, hey. they straight up kept a whole pregnancy private right after she did, she did a fabulous role in Little Mermaid. That's a fact. Yeah. She was in all up in the public eye, public yeah. scene, vision, whatever the case may be. She went nine whole months or whatever the term of her pregnancy was without letting a single tabloid, newspaper, TMZ, Instagram, Facebook, nobody mm-hmm. know that she was pregnant. And I just want to know what y'all thoughts is on that. Is I, it I private life, it. happy life? Is it, uh, you know, I'm all for it. she couldn't, she, you think that she couldn't stand the people from the, uh, from the Little Mermaid hate? And she was just like, you know what? I don't even got time for any other additional opinions. I'm going to live my life for me. And mm-hmm. what y'all think? I think it's a combo of both. Like, one, I do think that a lot of celebrities are seeing the benefit of trying to remain private. Like, the media can really, really distort and mess up families. Like, And they have so many opinions on DDG. They do not like this man for whatever reason, okay? It's crazy because I was actually – I'm a DDG fan. Like, I always – I like this He's a streamer. He's a young guy. Yeah. I don't really – and he, he, don't do and he has a very like um, powerful do... story. Like yeah. he did not come from much, you know. Nah. Like he actually really put a lot of his family into financial security. Facts. He talks about it in his music, so I respect that. I respect yeah. that hustle. So I actually I don't have any qualms about the guy. Either. I don't know if it's because he mentioned something in his song that sounded like he could have been talking about how it was like something along of like him resenting dating an actress because she has to kiss people in the roles. He said it was a story, like the same way that actors play parts that he yeah. was just saying a story yeah it's funny that he's in that kind of story mm-hmm. only he knows the truth right i'm not gonna harp on that but <laughs> i say that to say i don't have any issues with ddg but um, i think that yeah i think it was a combination of both i think one to just try and not have the media distort and mess up what you have going on but two um also i just feel like um in general she probably already kind of felt the heat from people's opinions on her relationship and they you know just thought hey like let me just not even invite any kind of negativity and just make sure that I, you know, keep it private. So that's kind of what I, why I think that she decided to go that route. Um, Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's dope. Like, honestly, people in social media, it feels like a lot of people put their lives on social media and there's an expectation that what you show on social media is the realities of things. And Mm -hmm. oftentimes it's not. It's a facade. And not everyone needs to get exposed to What's going on in your personal life? You Facts. have a due diligence and due duty to yourself to privatize that. I mean, we go back to 10,000 years ago. There was no Instagram. There was no dopamine addiction mm-hmm. to getting on the phone and scrolling. Like, people was in their own sect, in their own personalized relationships and personalized community and connected to that. And I feel like, you know, when we externalize that to people that don't even know us, that right. don't even, like, know how we live to day to day, like, we get validation from people that don't even know our last name. Mm-hmm. That don't. That's never even smelled the same O two and carbon dioxide that we emitted I'm into the air. Weak. You know, nah, like real talk, bro. That was really a, a word. That was an art. That was a. That was an art right there. Okay. Nah, but it's <laughs> like because I feel like we got people be trying to up uphold this kind of sanctity with mm. Instagram. I'm supposed to be regal. I'm supposed to. Nah, bro. Just live like like you don't owe nobody nothing. Right. To the world, you owe nothing, but to yourself, you know you owe everything. So living your mm. values, and they lived in their values, they lived in their truth. 
right? So I really respect them for that. And um, I think it also protects the child too, as well, keeping it private. You be so with ASAP and Rihanna, the same thing they did. They yeah. didn't know. They didn't let the people, the world, know the name of the baby until a couple months after the baby. Was Absolutely. So, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I think that's important, and it's a standard that I think everyone should set for themselves. Right. Uh, but speaking for that and talking about standards, you know, Texas, y'all messing up. Y'all messing up big Ooh. time. It's the voice De- change for me. Who's like, messing up? Have you practiced that? Dex. Yeah, I've been practicing. Yo, late night edition. You okay, know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, like, we keep it PG over here, though. Please yeah, keep it PG, okay. sir. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so um, this was an article quoted on January 3rd, 2024. A federal appeals court ruled during that week that Texas hospitals and doctors are not required to perform emergency abortions <laughs> despite guidance Pardon? from the Biden administration. So we're talking about there's beef on a federal level and there's beef <sighs> on a local state level. There is you can't you can't make this up. Is, is so, this is this an extension of the abortion ban? I, I really feel that way. You know, because the, the, the original yeah. abortion ban made the exception for emergencies and yeah. things that would correct impact the health of the mother. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Correct. I mean there's been a civil suit. I mean there even there's a case of a woman that potentially could lose her uterus if she maintains her ridiculous. pregnancy. Mm. And they're like, Nope, you don't have to go somewhere else, right? Nah. So we talk about disparities being exacerbated in this situation. What if you got money to go to the nearest state where abortions can occur? Exactly. Right? What if you can't get over the, you know what I'm saying? They like you got obligations, what, what, you got work. What, right? what, what if your insurance simply doesn't cross state lines? Right. It it, it, Talk it, it about could it. be it could be so simple, like right. yeah. You know, yeah. like for for some people, you know, like us in New York City, we're blessed. We live on the border of correct multiple states. You know what I'm saying? Facts. In a state as large as Texas, mad large, son. Yeah. It could take you what like twelve hours to go through the whole state. Let's let's say drive-in flight, I whatever think. the case may be. Yeah. To get a surgical procedure done, especially that's, when that's it's no in danger. That's exactly like time is of essence. That's, yeah. that's no small feat. I really think that there needs to be something done about this war on women. I mean, the, the the real thing is, you know, under state law, um, it is a second degree felony wow. to perform or attempt an abortion punishable by up to life in prison. Wow. Life in prison. Meanwhile, there's people out here that's moving weight and all that drugs, all that stuff. They're not even getting life in prison. Mm-hmm. But for it's, it's, performing it's an, an abortion to save a woman's life. It's an intentional <laughs> attack on reproductive rights. 100%. That's a fact. And a fine up to $10,000. What, what were you saying that Biden said about it? What, what, what was that part? No, so what I was, was saying was... Was it just a recommendation? Or? Guidance, guidance. Oh, brother. But I'm saying, this is, you know what I'm saying, guidance is not put in... Where's the executive the fi- orders that Trump was doing? Trump? Trump was uh, dropping executive orders. Involved. We gotta wrap him up. Trump was yeet, dropping executive yeet, orders left and yeet. right, and I just feel like Biden needs to exercise that same authority in yeah. a situation like this. You know what I mean? And the, the second caveat is, in the limited cases when abortion is allowed, a person is required... <laughs> You can't make this up. To make two trips. Oh, brother. One for in-person counseling mm-hmm. and another 24 hours later, mm. right, for, or longer for the abortion. That is crazy. And only a phys- physician can do this. So we is talk it? about even rural areas in Texas. There might not be physicians in your vicinity, right? So you, or, you or there may the, not be appointments available for counseling. Or right. maybe you get the first appointment in two weeks and the following is in four weeks. Like, That's the fact. They're and all, telemedicine is banned too. You can't be doing telemedicine. Telemedicine so you have to go being in person is no, no, no. This, for this, abortions, I this mean. is not. A, this is this. This can't be. This is this is ridiculous. Yeah, it, it is. And and we talk about Texas. You know what we talk about in general, right? Um, with black women, you know, they're two to three times more likely to die from pregnancy related issues than yep. white women. So this is exacerbating the issue that's we Absolutely. know is very pronounced, especially Absolutely. in our community. Again, this is creating more disparities and more areas where we're losing people's lives. Yeah, we, we talked about it two, three years ago, the, the resident at, uh, in, at Indiana University. Mm-hmm. Shout out to her, you know, uh, rest in peace. I forgot her name, but she was a pediatric resident mm-hmm. who died during childbirth. Mm-hmm. A whole pediatric resident dying. I mean, it's just, it's just fascinating to me that this is going on. But the thing is, again, we got to keep our, you know, uh, state officials accountable. We Texas accountable. Is, 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 is notorious for that. You know, we're not talking about this on the pod, but they sending migrants up here. I mean, they just doing whatever in Texas, mm-hmm. you know, avoid Texas. And people I, don't so understand, I mean, too, that, like, the reasons why people can get abortions can vary so widely, right? Widely. You could be told really, really early on into your pregnancy, hey, like, you're, you have a, your baby is going to be born without a brain. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not going to survive. Facts. Mm-hmm. That is a severe birth defect, and it's funny because 
this is actually Birth Defects Awareness Month, so I feel like it's important to note like the multiple reasons and ways that you know we have to be aware of birth defects mm-hmm. and how it affects expecting women, maybe women who have already given birth, po- you know, postpartum. Um, so you know, there's a quick kind of article that CDC put out, just kind of talking about um, how we can make sure that we are charged with knowing about Birth Defect Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. You know, it like I said, it varies widely. Your kid could have a cleft lip. You could have, they could have congenital yep. issues. Um, and usually having that actually requires lifelong as well as like lifelong care. And it usually be just because that the condition is going to pretty much happen for the rest of their life. Um, so pretty much, I mean, I think the biggest thing to take away from this month is just to make sure that we know how to support families who are dealing with this as well as just how to be aware of it in general. Um, so making sure that, you know, families know that they can coordinate different cares with either their doctor, the nurses, um, family support that comes in um, to help out or maybe even just like home home aides, people who can help support um, kids who have birth defects, um, mm-hmm. making sure that as the kid gets older um, that they're going to probably face a unique set of challenges. So it's just kind of make sure that they're aware of that. Like how do we make sure that they build independence? How do we make sure that they know how to like navigate um, their specific need mm-hmm. with someone who has birth defects? Mm-hmm. And just making sure um, that we also even try to create a way that moms can – prevent it from happening possibly because sometimes it can happen and you can't really do anything about it but there's really? sometimes there's ways that early on um that your OBGYN can set you up to make sure you have the most healthy pregnancy that you can so making sure one they're getting their 400 micrograms of folic acid every day okay mm-hmm. two making sure they get all their vaccines wash your hands get tested for any stis um, make sure to see your doctor for those scheduled appointments that you should be seeing at each week so if you say you're at your first trimester see your doctor second trimester so on and so forth definitely making sure um if you're taking any new medications you kind of check in with your healthcare professional because sometimes some meds could like affect the pregnancy so you want to make sure you um you do your due diligence about that and of course it doesn't probably have to be need to be said but sometimes you know we got to say it avoid alcohol smoking and other recreational drugs because of course that is not gonna do well for babies so yeah i mean those are just kind of some takeaways for birth defects awareness but i don't know if you guys have anything else to add about what our listeners can do. A lot of high yield step ones right there. So make sure you tap into that last part because mm. y'all gonna pass a lot of the you know stuff that's going on. But um, I don't have anything major. But I think that when we talk about birth defects, it's like people we don't talk about it enough. Mm. You know I, mean? I remember in med school we had a plastic surgeon pull up and he did a lecture on cleft palate and cleft lip, mm-hmm. and he had a nonprofit organization that would especially go to sub sub Saharan Africa. Right. To you know, um, cure or treat a lot of the cleft palate and cleft lip and things of that nature, but it happens, you know. Yeah. And these babies, they're human beings. Obviously, they still deserve to be loved. They still deserve to look like a human being. I mean, they're human beings, but they still deserve they can to look be however they want to look, look. But just make sure that they're as healthy as they can. As be. exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So validating that and um, you know maintaining awareness and education and love. That you you know you broke it down so now nah, you broke it down fabulously. Down. I don't have much to add, you know, mm-hmm. as a simply an aspiring medical student. Bro, claim that, bro. I'm not trying to. I'm going to be that. a med student, bro. It starts. I started off as an aspiring medical times, student. Bro, all of us started I, off as an aspiring. Like, that's where it starts. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, bro. Um, what bro. I what I will throw in is a uh, shout out to women, man. Ooh. Facts. Thank you, guys. Yeah, yeah go Shout out to black women, really. Y'all go through a lot. This country puts y'all through a lot, man. There's my flowers. There's, Thank you. there's just so much in this world that could happen to y'all that just men just don't have to deal with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Just hearing that list, I was just like, yo, like, that's a lot of doctor's appointments in one pregnancy. Like, okay. that's a lot of potential uh, places that things can go wrong okay. in right. one pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Texas, yo. that just sounds like. A not nice place to live if that is your situation. You know what I'm Keep saying? Like PG, right? Yeah, yeah. You feel me? I, 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 I want to say something about that. It was really show. on my mind. You yeah. feel me? Yeah. But um, yo, just shout out to y'all. Um, Thank y'all you. go through That's a lot. Y'all put up with a lot. And man, yeah. I accept it on the behalf of all women listening. <laughs> shout out to black women. Really. We accept the congratulations. Like I, I said, we, we we love it on our women in 2024, man. That's we done fact. with the gender wars. Black men love black women. That's what we we all that type of time. You know. So you know what type of time it is. Cook a corner. Cook a Hey! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I needed that. I needed yeah, that. Yeah, I love it. Hallelujah. <laughs>
Okay. Y'all ready? Okay. Yeah, you know, we got to get into the... <laughs> the you know. corner. But for financial corner, I told you I was going to get a freestyle, right? Yo, I, I'm feeling like I want to be like Cam real quick, be, get on my freestyle, but I'm going to wait till the next episode, real talk. I've been saying that for a while, mm. but shout out to this what it is podcast with uh, Cam. Um, so, actually, today we did an episode uh, earlier with, shout out to, to the boss, my big bro, Dr. Nee Darko, about AI and the use in mm-hmm. healthcare. But today, on the financial corner, we're going to talk about four of the best AI tools for saving money. Okay. So we're going to talk about some of the the apps, the apps that is out there. You know what I'm saying? Because that said, saving money isn't necessarily an unattainable financial goal, right? Mm -hmm. Most people, when we talk about America, most people are living paycheck to paycheck, right? They have several hundred dollars in a savings account, and that's it. But that's not typically the standard and the rule is you got to have – you know, at least six months in advance of mm-hmm. an emergency fund. And that has to include your rent, mm-hmm. at least. So if your rent's $800, 800 times six is 4800 So you need to have at least $4,800 in your savings account. Um, Please point that. me to the $800 rent. <laughs> okay. Because it's not in Philly. And I definitely right, know it's not in Brooklyn. I definitely know it's not in Brooklyn. Hey, shout out. I'm not going to say the program, but shout out. There's a program out here. And it's a you know, subsidized rent uh, residency program for mm-hmm. $800. That's what I was thinking. So my bad. No you doubt. No I mean? doubt. But Carry not, on, please. That's, that, that is not common. <laughs> but all right. So we're going to talk about some of these apps, right? So Rocket Money. I'm sure y'all seen the apps. OD. Yo, YouTube, y'all beasting, bro. Chaotic. Instagram, they, they be they be advertising they be, it every so day. True. They be on my. I know, you know ex- what I'm I know exactly where Rocket Money is. No, for real. I, and I, it's like, but I know it's it, a good but app, I still though. Don't know it. Like right. I've used it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's an AI powered finance app that helps you take charge of your financial app. So actually, uh, financial tools, and it actually uh, updates you with credit reports and budgeted tracking. So what's good about Rocket Money? You can make automatic saving contributions based on your expenses. So the higher expense. You know, increase the amount that you save. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, yo, this month or this week, I'm going to spend $200. I want to at least save 10%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so I'm going to save $20. To some people, that's nothing, but it adds up, right? It's uh, all definitely cumulative. Adds up. cumulative yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's very important for us to think about ways in which we could, even though it's passive, right? So we think about when we actually spending money, there's ways that you could save while spending money. So, for instance, another app that you could think about is Acorns. So, Acorns is a great app because every time you spend money, it rounds it up on a dollar. Mm-hmm. So, let's say you get a carton, uh, carton of eggs is what? I don't know. $8. 89 cents. $8 per carton? Where are you getting your cents? eggs? You capping, bro. They're, listen. For, this, for, for eggs? They, they dropped again, bro. They stopped burning down farms. Yeah. Wait, They're, no, 89 where cents? Are you, so? Excuse me. Where are you finding $8 eggs? What's where, the I, I don't know. I was, <laughs> There's no $8 <laughs> eggs anywhere. You have to go to Yo, Cayman Islands on, bro. to see G- that. Gas is two eighty. Things are going back yeah, down. Yeah, things is not yeah, $8. 89 cents? The dollar is weak, but you know. If you, you, may, you could probably find 89 cent eggs, I feel like. I, my grocery store, they got At the farm, maybe like eggs. a farmer's. Right, bro, we had Jared's, we had Jared's spot right now, so I'm going to walk <laughs> 0.3 miles because I walked there yesterday. They limit you to three cartons, though, but. Oh, oh, at least you're still Spaps. saving money. They're not going. They're not going. Aldi no. might have that price too. You know, yeah, carry, on, carry say, on. You can. Aldi anyway, might have it. Eighty-nine cents yep. rounded up to a dollar. Mm-hmm. So, so that's eleven cents a year. Eleven acorns. cents that saves for that one purchase, mm-hmm. right? Overall, but then over time it adds up. So it's all a cumulative faction, especially and if it's per purchase. Yeah, reinvested in bonds, stocks. All, and you don't have to actively. And it's do it. automated. So could, it's automated. Right? So you could actually put in. All right, I want it to be, for instance, I want to be very volatile, or I want to be very aggressive with my mm-hmm. investment. Or you could put it on moderate. Or you could be. You could be a little more passive with it, right? And, right. and more chill. And I've I've experienced like really upgrowth with that, based off of that. You know what I'm and even you do fifty dollars, you know, and then you can also you know put investments like fifty dollars a week. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can yeah, just make a straight up deposit into it too. Straight up deposits, and you could automate it. So cool. that's the beauty cool. of your thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Albert, this is another app, all in one financial tool. Albert can help you save money, build a portfolio, and if you're trying to get extra free bread, offers a cash advance at two hundred and fifty dollars. Is that free bread or is it just a, like? A, a I was loan? gonna say, what's the catch? Because they it's got just a loan. catch. I, I haven't used this app, so I don't know. <laughs> but I'm gonna tap in next episode because I'm uh, I'm about to get that two fifty real quick. Copy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, right. Like I'm always about um, getting that free money. You know what I mean? Uh, Clio is another app. Uh, it doesn't it isn't a traditional per- personal finance uh, app, but it's a AI assistance that gives financial advice. So we in an era where everyone's trying to find out, like, what is a 401k? What's retirement? Right. Well, definitely listen to, fin- you know, financial c- 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 corner. Okay. But also, listen, you know, there's apps where you can read. 
knowledge is power, but not just only knowledge is power. The execution of knowledge is, is very powerful. Ooh. So this app uh, makes saving money, <laughs> thank you, a little less Im- intimidating. The app lets you set personalized saving goals, which is important because we talked about resolutions. Period. So you got to visualize your goals to actually achieve it and actualize it. If right. you don't see it, then you won't achieve it. Bars. Okay, so the app makes budgeting more fun with this uh, free AI budgeting planner that lets you have a comprehensive view of all your accounts. Because it's so easy, right? When we're looking at, you know, Netflix here, Netflix, you know what I'm saying? Or you got Hulu. Mm -hmm. Like everything's just all discombobulated. But Mm -hmm. then it actually allows you to see everything in one account, one scope. Mm -hmm. Because all of a sudden it's like, yo, why is this, you know, why is True Learn? True Learn is, a, you know, one yes. of the um, they were complex level one. Were, were you there? Oh, no, it was me and Jared. Remember when we went to the True Learn yep. booth? Yeah. Yeah, that was dope. Mm-hmm. But truly, you know what I'm saying? You was like, yo, they charging me, bro. Like, this is a random charge. Mm-hmm. You, you feel me? And it's like, something that you're not using anymore. People, right? Yeah. You're not using it. So why do I have this? You know what I'm saying? Lord knows I don't need so, eight streaming platforms. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> yo, we got to stop with the streaming, right? <laughs> and then the last app is Alpatoon. It's a, if you're looking for a straightforward tool that does the grunt work for tracking your expenses and figuring out how... And what you can save, Opportune is really good. So it tracks your income and expenses and saves what it thinks you can afford. So it's giving you a personalized view. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Because oftentimes we have all this, oh, you think you have bread or you don't have bread. But then you don't really know, like, do I have enough money? Right? You don't know where it's I wanna going. I want to get them yeah, new kicks. You, know yeah. you feel me? Like, I want, I want them new 11s, you know, Jordans and, and all that. Or I want to pay I'm my a cop, like, but then yo, I'm gonna be negative two fifty if I cop this, yeah. right? You do it just off of instinct. A lot of times, people with money they just do things off of instinct. Don't do it off of instinct. Budget, think about it, execute, and learn your habits. Okay, <laughs> without understanding your habits, then you can't really financially navigate a lot of situations and be very cognizant of every decision you make. So those are the apps. That is financial corner. Love it. Thank corner. you for dropping yeah. the gems. Let's go. So you know what it is. That's our show. We outside. We lively. I appreciate y'all putting up on the pod, sharing love. This episode of the lounge. We, you know, we recording this live from Jared DJ Absolutes Studio. Let's go. So shout out to all places. Shout out to my brother. We got a good view of the city. Well, actually, right now I'm seeing a black curtain, but we still have a good view for the city from where we're standing or from or sitting. If I'm, I'm, I say so myself, so <laughs> it's great. Nah, it's lit, bro. So I, I'm, I just glad wanna, I'm just happy that you're here and you're on a pause. I want to give you your flowers. Yep. Address. Thank you very but much. Your first time on a pod. Just want to say that I'm proud of you and you're going to do phenomenal things. And I'm looking forward to uh, hosting this pod with you. I appreciate you, bro. You yes, paved sir. the way. Yes, sir. No, yes. I appreciate that. I and feel it, like it's, I just feel like Jared has always been a part of the podcast. You know, it's weird. Yeah. It's like he's talking right now, but it's like, but you've always been there. Like you've yeah. done our host developments. Like you oh. continuously like help our craft. Like how I feel like I was as a, a new podcaster is like eons away <laughs> from <laughs> where I am today because That's of funny. you. So I just I don't know why I don't feel like this is anything new. But y'all not gonna make me cry on this microphone. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Before we wrap, I do want to say thank you guys for welcoming me in so warmly and give a big shout out to my predecessor, Miss Erica Dingle. Hey. Love you Love and you, miss Erica. you, sis. Thank you for closing us out for the lounge. So let us know your thoughts about the discussions we had today or ask us a question for a chance to be featured on the show at podcast at snma.org. Be sure to follow the SNMA on all our social media platforms to stay up to date on upcoming events. That's our show, everybody. We bro, out. With, with that Thanks, voice, bro, bro you funny, son. You funny, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But we out. Love it.